You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. Hello, everybody. Let's get a little Billy Joel for a second. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of Smash, Season 2, Episode 4. I am Tamara Berg. I'm joined in studio by Kristen Carroll. Hey, everyone. Kendra Cabasal. Hello. Sarah Mendoza. Good evening. Those are my smashing ladies. We all have also have John Comerford on the couch. Oh, well, thank you, ladies, for letting me crash your smash. Thank <laughs> you. And we have Stephen Lemieux at the booth. Hey, guys. How's it going? So here we are. Things are starting to ramp up on Smash tonight. Mm-hmm. The episode is called The Song. And we, uh, at the request of one of our Twitter followers, who's a good friend of our shows, uh, we are going to make sure that we talk about the songs at the end of the show. We did that last season, and we kind of fell out of doing it this season. But we're back on track, and we're going to be doing it this season. And appropriately, because it is called The Song, we will definitely get to them. So let's start off with talking about the fabulous, the amazing, the incredibly talented and beautiful Jennifer Hudson playing Ronnie. She's amazing. You just start with her, and it's a powerhouse, and you end with her, and it's a powerhouse. And it just leaves a complete impression on you for both takes and everything. This is just about her, this show, mostly. Yeah, I really liked how, and I want to know what you guys think about it as well, but I I liked how, you know, we got to see more than just her you know, amazing singing ability, Mm -hmm. that there were some questions about who she was and where'd she come from. Mm -hmm. And her mother showed up. What did you guys think about the mom (laughs) showing up? I thought it was funny when they were like, oh, she has a momager. A momager. Is she a little too old to have a momager? (laughs) (laughs) And you were saying, what was the show that she was on Uh, before? Moesha. Moesha, but that, I mean, she's done a ton of things after that. Cheryl Lee Ralph, yeah. Um, yeah, she's yeah. a very familiar face. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of worked, though, I think, a little bit. Because, you know, um, Jennifer Hudson's character, Veronica, yeah. kind of appeared on the scene as just, you know, this kind of question mark, right? Right. So exactly. Adds, we didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think mm-hmm. it just adds to her character. It really reminded me of um, Ivy and her mom's relationship. Um, Yes. Really pushing, you know, their daughters to be successful in the business. And, but with a different twist, because Ivy's mom was super, super successful in Mm -hmm. in theater. And here we have Ronnie's mom coming up and saying, if my mother loved me as much as I loved you, (laughs) making it all about her, right? Did you love that, John? Did that crack you up? Because (laughs) she said, I I wouldn't have stopped singing just church. Right. 
Right. Oh, yeah. She's so. living her dreams vicariously yeah. through which Ronnie. Exactly, which is so typical of a lot of the backstage parents. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids are going to be on Broadway one day when I have kids. Okay. <laughs> Watch I out, Broadway. Uh, okay. yeah. Spoiler alert. Do you mean, do you mean the actual street? Or are they going to be in a show? Or <laughs> Hey, sorry, hey. sorry, 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 sorry. Hey. Oh, I'm going to get kicked out. <laughs> but so in talking to her mother, Ronnie was saying, uh, you know, I don't know what I want. So we were learning that she was a teen sensation or mm-hmm. at least, you know, had been had been singing for a very long time, probably a young, a young adult yeah. singer. And then find out that she's cast herself in this mold of you know, Broadway show tunes, and this is the only thing that she does. And so she's being challenged mm-hmm. very much by Derek. Um, and I, I, you know, the the uh, scene where she was failing at being sexy, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought was really interesting. John, we've talked to people about this before, because you, you do acting coaching with right. people, right? Yeah. And so, and isn't that a challenge that, that you find? Yeah. Can, you, can you talk well, about that a little just, bit? Yeah, if you're not uh, how do we <laughs> talk about this safely? <laughs> no but names. No. no, it's just that. No, of course not. It, so for somebody who isn't in touch with their sensuality, regardless of what that sensuality is or with that, whether they're male, female, doesn't matter. No. Uh, they, they, they have such a hard time connecting to it that it looks so awkward and right. uncomfortable that the whole room just uh, can't stand well, watching it. I mean, it. I, actually, I'll speak to it. I was a, I played a stripper in a, hey, in, whoa, a in a musical. <laughs> when yes, I she did. He didn't know about it. Um, no, that's yeah. how they met. Kidding, I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we met. No. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a musical, so it was, it was not. I did, I did very do, PG. I did do a strip, but I stripped down to you know. Anyway, it was, it was one. Of the, I remember one of the the uh, comments I got from the choreographer was, she goes, "I love how you look dead in your eyes because that's." <laughs> The, that's what so many of the strippers are like. They're just dead. And me, I was just trying to remember things, you yeah. know. But so, so the, the the discomfort and the awkwardness yeah. comes out in different ways. Yeah, and then well, she's obviously led a life of trying to portray this image to right. do something so quickly in another way. But she did have that one line that says that, that she wasn't such a, a good girl, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't, we haven't seen what that right. is yet, but. But she said she hasn't dated recently either. So yeah. that whole intimacy thing could be very obviously new to her and then on top of it we did see last week where she was talking to Derek about branching out and that's why she turned down the whiz and all of that so she wants to do it she's just frightened Mm -hmm. so even though it wasn't something I I feel like her mom was putting it all on Derek and didn't know that Veronica had actually said hey by the way I actually want to to do this and then she's afraid to tell mommy dearest there that (laughs) yeah doesn't want that wrath right I think that's why she couldn't move the way she wanted to right because mom was watching that would be uncomfortable even if she wasn't in the room yeah hi I'm gonna do a sex scene in front of my mother (laughs) right yeah I mean it wasn't a sex scene but it was a sexy but there was butt slapping and right (laughs) there was a lot of butt slapping (laughs) right it was very Fossy looking in the choreography that. There was butt slapping? <laughs> that was a lot of butt slapping. Butt slapping. You didn't? Rhythmic. Megan we'll Hilty's butt got slapped. <laughs> yeah, it was rhythmic butt slapping. I, I was thinking about that, it's too. a powerful hand. To me, it seems so uncharacteristic that she would be uncomfortable with that kind of performance because everything we've seen of her... Of Jennifer Hudson? Yeah. Or, okay. Is such a, like a diva, powerful yes. performance that she's giving. You wouldn't think that she would be shy to... Or I wouldn't have thought that she would be shy to do you know, a more sexy performance. Right. Because to you me, mean, being a d- diva is like embracing that side of you. So it's what I would have expected of right? her as um, a performer. Veronica? So, uh, yeah, Ronnie. Oh, okay. So it was a little bit, sorry, Ronnie, the character. Got it. Um, 
so when she was a little shy, I was thinking, like, where did that come from? She's felt so strong in every other performance that she's done. Right. I think it's the mom's presence. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it on that. Because, yeah. yeah, she seems very feisty. She knows what she wants in all the other episodes. And all of a sudden, she's a lot more meek in this one. And it has to be because her mom's sitting there. Watching, yeah, and it is a little bit that's, further. Than that's she's the one thing it. that's different. This that's the one big right. well, thing. Well, I also different. think you're forgetting that she, she's trying a whole new approach. There's a whole new image right. that she wants to mm-hmm. portray. I think there's trepidation. She's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, we all fear the the unknown. Is this going to work? Are they going to accept me? They love me for this. <laughs> what if they hate me for that? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a lot of where it's coming from. I don't think it's just the mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. it doesn't help that um, Derek's pretty much belittling her like he, <laughs> like he always does. That doesn't right. motivate. That doesn't that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was helpful that Ivy kind of jumped in and said, hey, "Just ignore him, basically." Right. I like that scene I was thank you for going to that because that was what I want to talk about next was that they were dishing about mm-hmm. Derek mm-hmm. and trying to figure out you know because because um Ronnie was talking about how she doesn't know what she wants, mm-hmm. and, which actually comes after the di- the dish with Derek's dish on Derek scene. But I enjoyed that scene. Did, w- did that one speak to you kind of t- too? Yeah, I mean it was kind of insightful about Derek as well. Yes, and, you know no one's really said anything. They've just kind of accepted the abuse. Right. So it wasn't. Na- <laughs> I mean, yeah, over yeah the last yeah. season and this one. Although so I like- it was. A- Oh, sorry. No, no. It was just nice to see a, a specific conversation about it. And it was easy to do because this new character was there. Right. If exactly. If they done it with, you know, Karen, It would have seemed odd. Like, Why are you guys doing Right. Yeah. I liked, though, that he was being his usual critical self to her and didn't treat her any differently mm-hmm. than if Ivy was on stage right. or Karen. And she's obviously this way bigger star. She's having, having her own concert. And... He didn't care. He's like, you suck right now. You know, fix it. And mm-hmm. I personally kind of, as you know, I'm a big Derek fan, so I might be slightly biased. But <laughs> I I personally like that he wasn't treating her that differently. And she doesn't need to be humbled, as, as we've seen in this episode especially. But I like that he didn't give her any really special treatment. Mm-hmm. Well, and Ivy talked about that. You know, I hate him. I fight with him. He makes me crazy, basically, she said over and over again, until the minute I get on stage and I, what comes out of me is the best performance I've ever done, and mm-hmm. it's because of how he directed me. And so, you know, we, we've talked about this before last season about how um, people have to go through their process however they go through it, and sometimes mm-hmm. it involves, you know, psychoanalysis and pain. <laughs> and, you know, I don't necessarily believe in that, but I'm, you know. Right, and also, Derek's career is kind of hanging by a thread, yes. so he's going to do everything he can to direct her so that he gets the best show out of her that you know for that night. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And but I thought it was interesting that Ivy had said to him, you know, you'll you'll ha- go on to a different show. This is this is just one bit of work for mm-hmm. you, whereas for her, it's her whole life. It's 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 the setting the course for where she's going from here on out. So right. you know, you guys need to come together and figure out where you're going to go with that. And I like that Derek's, uh, you know, starting to listen a little bit more, even if it's after the fact. <laughs> it's after the threat from Ronnie's yeah, mother. After the threat. <laughs> he, you know, he seemed at least receptive to what she had to say. Right. And obviously he was because he went on to let her do her thing. Yes. That, yes. That she wanted. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And. I want to. We love hearing what you guys think, so you should definitely go to iTunes and rate and comment and tell a friend to also rate and comment. We do read them. I love reading everything that, that comments wrote or tweet us or yep. YouTube, but definitely go to iTunes. That's kind of our 
the, our main one is to go on there. It's the thing that helps us out too a yes. lot is when when people rate and comment on iTunes and you know like you say we read them and so we do we do take your feedback and and listen to what you're saying. But it really helps us out with um, with continuing to do what we do when we do get the ratings and the comments. So yeah, and we're fans just like that. you guys, so we want to hear what you have to say as well. Absolutely, we. It's do. always great to watch with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next, let's talk about Julia, 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 and <laughs> Peter the Paras- parasite. parasite. That's what he is. <laughs> Peter the parasite. Okay. So we start off with her. <laughs> Uh, you know, just being incredibly resistant. I'm yeah, what sorry. are you laughing at? I'm laughing because she goes in there with all her. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. Well, you know what's funny? Thinking I'm going to go in there and teach them something. It was pretty much uh, impart the, some wisdom. It was yeah, pretty exactly. much the same thing that happened when they went to the fundraiser. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. she walked in, and she, Tom and I are being lauded, and we're going to be, you yeah. know, and they basically get kicked out of the fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> right. So again, she gets embarrassed yeah. and but shut what, down. What a world she must live in. She's so delusional. Everywhere she goes, <laughs> she thinks it's going to be this, and it's always, what? What? Wait. What? I'm, I'm not here to teach. I'm here to listen. What? <laughs> How demoralizing that must be, too. Right. You it's know? Great. At least they were expecting her this time. So. Right. That's right. a step up. Good point. But, you know, Peter, he does have some kind of... Um, uh, combative techniques, I would say, really that he uses with people. Okay, but seriously, you've been in the room. I, I don't know one writer that doesn't have their stuff read of in, with people. So I don't know what she was all upset about. I Granted, they were young. I get that part. But what writer doesn't put it in front of people to find out if what I'm writing on the page is translating to the person reading right. it? Of course. So, there was, so why yeah. is she so upset? She was insecure about it, I think, right? Well, yeah, well, you're right. It Absolutely. Right. And also, yeah. she didn't expect to be critiqued that night. You know, yeah. she expected to be the, you know, the person right. imparting wisdom. Uh, no, I agree with that. But if, if I had a, a show that I was writing that I knew was in trouble, I would be jumping at the chance to people <laughs> to read it so I could get <laughs> feedback. You know why? Because all of those all of the students were, you know, none of them were Tom. I think that's her problem. Yeah. Okay. She needs her crutch. Okay. You're, right. You're right. You're and right. I, this I mean, drives me crazy. <laughs> I think this guy, as Tamara, as you said, I think he came in there very combative from the start, and she's just going to protect every ounce of what she can because this guy is trying to take over. He's a parasite. I don't like him. I don't care how hot he is. You know? <laughs> that's but what's do, going on in her head right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he, but he clearly... It, it seems clear that he knows what he's talking about, and mm-hmm. he's you know he's had a track record. Although, as we talk about his particular his own particular play is not good, um, but you know just to kind of go back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. when you do want people to read your piece, mm-hmm. but you want the people to be people whose opinion you value, and I think that was a big part of the problem here for her. No, I understand that, but the, these are people who are they're, they're obviously actors. So, however, is jumping off the page is 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 it. Feedback yes. for you to know, is what I'm writing translating to the person reading? Exactly. Regardless of whether or not I uh, trust their opinion on something, mm-hmm. I just need to know if the translation is clear. Right. Mm-hmm. No, so you're right. That part you need. That's true. It's invaluable. Yeah. That's true. So. Um, no, it's off topic. If we were doing Justified, I'll tell the, I would tell the next story. But I'm yeah, not yeah. I so, thought it was I'm funny that he said he changed the names. And <laughs> Mary and Marilyn are like... Seriously, and less than a stone's away from each other. To Jim DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah. You should have called her Norma Jean. <laughs> called her character Norma Jean. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of silly. But so then um, Julia gets the book, the, the copy of Peter's 
play and starts to read it and discovers that it's crap. And basically, you know, what I kept writing was over and over again in my notes, Julie and Peter have a conflict. Julie and Peter have a conflict. (laughs) Julie and Peter have a conflict. (laughs) She's pissed. He's pissed. Throws a book at him. Throws a book at him. I actually like that, though, as the intro. All of a sudden, he's there, and there's a book. And I thought of the Eileen drink splash. This is going to be the new thing. Maybe every episode now, she's going to throw a book at him. Exactly. (laughs) It's going to be his play every time. You think that's good? Read your play. (laughs) (laughs) You had to wonder how many takes that pretty little face took. Books in them. So, so she, Julia. Don't you want to read that book, though? That play? Don't the, you want to know? I, a little I, bit I, about I want to know how bad. I want to see the musical of that book. <laughs> about that a bird yeah. singing. The bird exactly. singing. About There's a bird. Some, some singing. woman in a bird costume singing. <laughs> it was like it's, the nightingale. <laughs> okay, let's just get to the chase on this story and get to where she has her epiphany. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're sitting there drinking wine because what we learned in this episode is yeah. drugs are good for the creative <laughs> process. Especially if you're a writer. Drugs or alcohol the right. are right. the things that, you, you know, get you through your process. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you got writer's block, it's Wrong. always, booze yeah. is always the thing. Wrong. It would be I funny. write better when I'm stoned. <laughs> It'd be so funny if all of a sudden now we see their new version of this play and maybe the wine didn't help. <laughs> well, that's actually, I know people who've done that. You know, they're right, they, this was, you know, back quite a, quite a while back. Right, you know, oh, we're sitting at the computer and we're writing and it's brilliant. Every word we're writing is absolutely brilliant. Stoned out of their minds. Writing is brilliant, brilliant. They wake up the next day and go, oh my God, this is the worst crap I have ever <laughs> yeah. written. So, yeah, Never your judgment you, is, no, not to me. Your judgment is off <laughs> when you're, <laughs> consuming those things. I, I just, just fall asleep. <laughs> I sniff the wine and I'm tired. <laughs> so it wouldn't work for me. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> so she has this epiphany while they're sitting there drinking wine that the so the, the students had said, what did they say? They said, this is a show about a, a strong, strong woman. woman. But she doesn't seem strong. So why did they have? The, why did she not have the epiphany then? Just because she was too pissed, and she yeah. and she yeah. needed she the wine. She was clouded by her, by her. Yeah, because it's the same conversation. Yeah, just exactly. had twice, right? She wasn't okay. present. Yeah, right. So do she, you had, guys... she didn't have any wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah, it was. She wasn't she loose. She needed yeah, the wine. She wasn't clear-headed enough, so she needed some wine. <laughs> well, it does take your guard down. <laughs> they had pretty big glasses. Those too. were huge <laughs> glasses. Were Are you kidding? Monster. You and I, we would both be on the floor. It yeah. had that. There'd be no aftermath. We would be smashed. Yeah. Okay. So the the epiphany. Anyone chime in? What your what your thoughts were about that? No, well, to what you were just saying, Julia is so stubborn, like, she's not going to admit it, so she needs the liquid courage or, like, looseness to be like, all right, I realize that, this and that, this and this and that. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was a part of it, why she couldn't, you know, she had the conversation but didn't quite admit it yet. And then, and then later on when she had the booze in her, then, So her defenses were down and... yeah. And she could face it. And and she'll, you know, she doesn't want to lose to him either and say that you're right because this is the guy that she hates right now for right. kind of like pulling the rug from underneath her all the time and, and just pretty much bashing all the hard work that she's done thus far on the show. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, I, you know, speaking again to your point, John, of it, you know your show's not working or your piece is not working. John's mm. a writer, in case our audience doesn't know that. John's a writer, and so... Um, he knows a lot about this process. Um, so, you know, you know your piece isn't working. 
why why was somebody like her going to defending it instead of trying to fix it? I don't I don't know. I don't. That's what I don't understand. I don't care where the where the feedback comes from. For me, anyway, I, I if it's not working, I, you know, I I'm looking for anything. Yeah, but anyone, we've both seen matter. it a million times. Yeah, it happens just all the time. And defend, defend, yeah. defend. And it's like, what are you defending? You already got the feedback that it's not working, so stop defending well, and, and move I, on to something else. For me, I think, and Kendra, I would love your psychological take because you're oh, always goodness. doing the psychoanalysis <laughs> on this. But, you know, I think it has everything to do with if you are uh, rejecting my words, you're rejecting me, and I can't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say. Never I'm sorry. No, do, do you have anything to no, add to it? And uh, on top of it, she, she kind of, we think she has a crush on this guy, right? Right. Clearly. So even, <laughs> yeah. Wait, Michael's gone, so she and needs, you know. Another yeah, so psychological thing, though, is that she's sort of, like, lost everything. This show is what she's clinging on to because yes. it's all she has left, yes. really. Mm-hmm. With her husband, you know, her husband is now, well, they're no longer together. Husband gone, boyfriend gone. Yeah, and, and this, this is pretty much to. her life, and she's created it, and she's going to hang on to it as hard as she can. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to take that from her. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that, but I also think you, they could have played it a different way, and I think it would have been just as interesting because she's clinging on to it so hard, she would be so desperate to find an answer, and you could have played it her desperation seeking answers everywhere and not realizing the one in front of her. Mm-hmm. So I think they could have gone either way to show that. I, I just think that... Th- one way we, uh, I think, is too obvious, and that's the way they chose. I would have loved to see her be desperate and, and picking at different things and trying to get any answer. I think that would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, that I think would be so. really interesting to watch. But then you wouldn't have the love-hate relationship. No, she could still love and hate, uh, hate that guy. Anything he came up with. <laughs> but she would also be scattered and, and yeah, be... It's more frenetic. It's more active. Right. It's more... This is kind of... A, and it's the same argument we've seen her do a million times. Right. I mean, she demonstrated that last season. Exactly. She's always kind of mm-hmm. held on to her own. Right. Oh, this is right. You know? Right. So. Mm-hmm. so I think Tom may be able to extract some other type of reaction, yes. but not any new guy. You know, her guards are up. Right, right. And I was kind of watching him during those scenes. He didn't say much. He was just kind of like, oh. Tom or Peter? Tom. Peter. Peter. He just Peter. led her Peter a little bit. Yeah. Let her... Once she got it. I was curious as to what was going through his He knows mind. how to play her to get there. Yeah, it was weird. Then he propositioned her. Well, and yeah, <laughs> so he did. So let's go to my house in the Berkshires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was right after she mentioned Tom. Mm-hmm. It's a, <laughs> But I oh, think that's still <laughs> him trying to, you know, Be do about the, the work. power play. Oh. Like, he's going to make her think... I might be into you, and that's mm. going to make her maybe open up a little bit more to him and his ideas and be into what he has to say, and that works to his advantage. That's what I, I don't see any, like, ro- like sincere, romantic... Con- so you don't trust this guy? You think him. he's got ulterior motives nope. like crazy? I don't trust his pretty Ooh. eyes, no. Well. <laughs> that's yeah. called projection, sir. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of the psychology. I do not trust his dimples. I do not trust his smile. And as he even said, he had seen all of Julia's work, so there has to be some sort of, even though he's fighting her with stuff or pushing her Mm -hmm. with, with changing things, he obviously has an admiration for her. I mean, everybody does for her and Tom. They've created such great musicals and shows Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. So he's, he obviously has seen all of them. And there has to be some sort of, if it's not that kind of attraction, he's definitely attracted to her in, in the sense way. 
in a what? Groupie. In a certain way. <laughs> well, I, not like, not groupie. That kind of groupie. <laughs> kind but, of a, more of a creepy groupie way, right. I think is what you're Well, just well, be like, like a, pro- us, a professional fan, right. a fan of her work. Yeah, well, that um, we saw um, that we saw the interview, Kate, uh, it was um, NBC, like right afterwards, where right? Catherine McPhee was talking about sitting down with Steven Spielberg. I mean, you yeah. just sit down and you have this admiration and you're attracted to the fact that he's this big you know director and producer mm-hmm. and he's done so much for the industry and if you're in that industry you have that sort of again I'm not saying like relationship attraction <laughs> that's not at all what I'm saying but an admiration that draws you to them mm-hmm. yeah, sure. right artistic connection yeah. or professional connection I agree that he probably has that admiration but I think the reason why he's doing that is because he knows that Julia is so on her like you know I don't need you, you need me type of deal. He's trying to, like, flip it around somehow so that she feels like she needs him um, mm-hmm. to pick up, you know, for her career to stay on this track Right, well, success. and that's obviously an easier way for them to get the work done instead of them fighting all the time right. mm-hmm. if, she's, so, if she's open to the suggestion. So do you think he's doing that just to feed his ego? He wants her to need him? No, I think I think he knows that being successful with her as uh-huh. a partner is going to do some wonders for oh, his career. Sure, but I mean, if you remember the list they went through, he he's had a lot of partners or whatever that have. So that's why I'm wondering because the list they were so impressed by the list of people he's worked with. Right. Is she that much bigger than that? We didn't see the list, so we but don't know. But Aren't some of them lies or something. I don't remember that. No, they said that they he uh, he was sort of uncredited. Like the, yeah, you know, he wasn't on the marquee. Mm-hmm. He was a ghostwriter on all of them. Mm-hmm. But he had the list, so we we actually don't know if it's mm-hmm. true or not. So but so partnering with her would kind of up increase his right. Yeah, yeah. unless the people he's already partnered with are bigger. Because they even said we know some of these people. We know half these people on this list, so right. they mm-hmm. they're aware of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe he doesn't write with them, but he inspires them, and that's why he tells her that. <laughs> inspires them. This with is wine. getting a whole different. <laughs> to, but just in, in terms of because he said he's a good teacher, even though he's not a good writer, and he's obviously getting Julia to think more. Mm-hmm. You know, she's pushing past the against her will. Besides having alcohol, but <laughs> she did yeah, realize when they were that. fighting outside that she's like, "Oh my god, I really do do that." Well, I just think because Bombshell is so much in the press, like there's so much controversy that's surrounding it with Eileen and Jerry and Nick and where did the money come from and is it on? Is it off Broadway? Is it on again? Is it off? You know, for someone to turn that around and mm-hmm. really like yeah, take it to Broadway and make it amazing, the person that does that is gonna get like high. Yeah, but he's doing it uncredited in the industry. He's he's on the only people are gonna know if somebody tells him he's doing it mm-hmm. uncredited. He's not right. gonna get a credit for this. Right? He wants one though, maybe. Maybe maybe he does. does. Maybe he does. I don't know. We'll see. You, he's just, gonna Ellis it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, before we go on to our next topic, one of the things that I just want to mention about, I, I just want to talk about Deborah Messing, because she's been this kind of uh, a completely different character from what we ever saw from her on Will and Grace, and she was really fun on Will and Grace. <laughs> And, you know, as we're talking about her being frantic, perhaps, uh-huh. and maybe see, seeing some comedic moments, I, I would kind of like to get a little of that from her mm-hmm. in this show. And I don't know if it's possible. I don't know where, you know, they're planning to go. But this show obviously has light moments, and mm-hmm. I think that they could they could put it in. But she seems like she's just this 
yeah. you know, well, character they had, of opposition. So they much had of the that time. one moment uh, Kristen was just mentioning right. to in the on the street. They had that little banter. Oh I don't do the banter. I don't do the banter. Oh, I do the right. Banter. That's yeah. well. That's that what was, made me. That's what made me think yeah. of it. Yeah. So I'm not using her talents as much. Or, I mean, maybe she's choosing to do something different from Will and Grace because she mm-hmm. wants to get away from it. But but I like that in her. I think she does it well. It's very entertaining. That moment that you talked about kind of sparked my, um, you know, my happy memories of her. Mm-hmm. Not that... She, Unhappy memories of her now. They were terrible. But they but she was she was delightful in Will and Grace. And in this, uh, you know, it's just I'm 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 not loving it so much, and that's part of the reason because because maybe it is they're not using her strengths. Mm -hmm. But that may be a hmm. go ahead. (laughs) That may be a wish of some actors that you kind of discard what you know of them before that you know, like Mm -hmm. Jennifer Hudson's character Veronica, right? Mm But she has a great talent for that. Is is sort of what I'm saying, and right. It doesn't. Ha- it's not like she has to become that we, character, but mm-hmm. we could see some sparks of it, like we did tonight. What right, we and say? we can use some more of it. But where she is very delightful, I feel, is when in her interactions with Tom. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's actually one of my favorite parts of the show is their relationship. Yes. And we, like, I could use more of that. I could have used more of that in this episode, but obviously Tom was an. They were in different worlds tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both funnier when they're together because Tom was really serious this episode. Yeah. yeah. He still had some good little, you know, back and forth with Derek at one point. But other than that, he was very serious. I mean, yeah. he was, uh, granted, he had a big show to, you know, help produce. He's busy. But He's busy, Kristen. He's still my favorite character <laughs> in the show. Tech. He's still my favorite character yeah. in the show. But, you know, we are seeing Sean Haynes come up. Hayes, Hayes excuse me, Sean Hayes, coming up uh, possibly next episode. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll get a little more of that Mm -hmm. Will and Grace vibe. (laughs) Let's talk about Jimmy. (laughs) Do we have to? Long-suffering Jimmy. (laughs) I know there are some people on the panel who are not big fans of Jimmy. Anybody want to talk about it? I know. By people, (laughs) we mean. (laughs) Just because I'm always like, jerky Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No Jimmy. I, I like the... He was the most fun when he was high. That's what I'm... <laughs> Once again. I don't know, yeah. I just want to say for the record, drugs are bad. Yeah. Okay. It's actually kind of hard on. to tell the difference with him. Ooh. Right, because... Well, because he's sort of like the angry drunk guy yeah. when he's sober, <laughs> right. and yeah. he's the, like, wacky stoned guy when he's not. Yeah. Well, and what drug was he on? Because he never answered Karen. He said he was, was rolling, oh. and that means... What does that mean, Sarah? That, that, this is not from <laughs> my like, experience, I swear, okay? Urban Dictionary. <laughs> from... Ex- ecstasy. Oh, yeah. that might be why he the love drug. And that's why he said when he kissed her or whatever, he <laughs> felt okay. whatever that they feel. Wow. So you Google it. It's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does rolling step mean? In for you. Yeah. I was just thinking the Adele song. No. Yeah. <laughs> rolling in the deep. Rolling in the deep. Yeah. That's it. What else do you know, Sarah? <laughs> uh, another n- another show. That's another. Yeah. I, I was. Um, I agreed with him when they wouldn't hear his song. I could see being angry right. at that. However, you don't go up to Derek. Derek, and huge yell major at him director and star. In. And I loved his comeback, though. You, what did he say? I no, think I no one it. deserves anything in this business. Amen. And it's that so is true. So true. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is showbiz. It really is, and you, and it, you have to 
take what you can when you can and they got lucky later on that they all believed in him and right. and the sing uh, and his songwriting skills and everything and mm-hmm. that Veronica wanted to do it. But if they didn't, he needs to sit down and shut up. But you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, especially for the Kyle's sake. Right. <laughs> but I, I do admire that he took a shot. What does he get? What's it, what? What's he get to lose? True. Mm-hmm. I don't think true. he did it in the right way. He's, no. he's still a jerk he's the way he did Jenny. it. Yeah. yeah, and he can't avoid that because that's his character. But. You know, I got a shot here. I might as well take it. Please listen to my, you know, how he did it was t- horrible. They've but had a whole lot yeah. of chances, though. Yeah. Like more they, yeah, than yeah, exactly. in real life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Who like gets when, these? Yeah, they were really lucky. to their apartment. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know. Karen's really like trying to help him out. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Hey, we need a song. Oh, look who's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just she keep drinking my beer on the couch. Let's pull out the implausible card. I think it would have been a better aggressive move and I think I said that's where we were watching if they would have taken the song and just A either started singing yes. it yes. or B bring it to Veronica because apparently they're all yeah. that's what I thought everybody. they were going to do that's a much ballsier move right. I would it have is. liked to have seen them start the song to her yes. and then cut to finish her and her finishing it on stage live. Yeah, really. that would have been awesome. <laughs> then that would have been a nice... <laughs> but Why then, did you not write this I'm episode? See, then that would, have wrecked, that would have wrecked the reveal in the end of the song. Yeah, so yeah they, well... And then yeah, it's a great way to do it. But you, but, but you knew it was going to... I mean, did anybody not know that song was going to show up? I had up? no yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, we would be talking about, wait, how did it go from... Yeah. What was the yeah. conversation? Right. <laughs> I have to say, I loved Jimmy's voice and his style when he was playing and when mm-hmm. he was singing. He uh, was in Newsies yes. on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And they were saying in the piece after, if viewers didn't see it, that he was actually in Newsies while he was shooting, shooting. Smash, yeah. which is probably true for a lot of the actors mm-hmm. on the show because they are Broadway actors. Yeah, I think Leslie Odom Jr. was doing a show. Our good friend Leslie yeah. Odom Jr. <laughs> you know, our yeah. friend. Yeah, our good friend. <laughs> what? Who what? follows oh me on God. Twitter? He'll be, yeah, and he'll be on our <laughs> Yes, show he will. <laughs> I love that he's in the um, opening credits. Yeah. Like there's, there's, you know, video of him in the opening credits. he's on very tour, proud. right? His character's on tour. Yeah, yes. with, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. With Book of Mormon, I think they said, didn't they? Yes, I I, yes, so. that's what it was. I yes, it, it was. Yeah. Yes, I just remember was. like saying "yay" <laughs> in my head when that. Not allowed. It was in your head. It was all inside. <laughs> I know. We were like, I don't remember. She you. has a rich internal world. <laughs> yeah. She has. I want to say something about Jimmy, though. Yes, please Jimmy do. Jimmy is a jerk, but you know what? I Uh-oh. believe in Jimmy, and you know what makes me believe in Jimmy <laughs> is talented. Kyle. Oh. Oh. Because, because <laughs> Kyle believes so much in Jimmy, it really yeah. makes me curious as to what this kid went through yeah. to have such a hard exterior. Like, what? I mean, we know he. Who was that guy, anyways, that beat him up at the apartment? Like, like roommate? Yeah. I wanted to. We, did, we know. never learned all about that. Mm-hmm. I, I, and well, I can't we'll learn more tell about yet if he's, um, you know, if he has a thing for Kyle, because they seem to have these really intimate moments, and I know Kyle has a thing for him. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Yes. Even today, they, you yeah. can tell. Are you joking? Was uh, like, actually, I wasn't paying attention to oh. it, but I believe you. I don't um, have any trouble believing like it. Like today when Jimmy <laughs> apologized to Kyle in the wings mm-hmm. and he finally shows up again, the way that he says it is so tender. And I, <laughs> I, I, Sorry. Kendra. <laughs> <I'm listening. laughs> 
Speak. I'm listening. What? No, he. he I, I've thought it was sincerely very tender, and I don't know on what level is if it's like brotherhood mm-hmm. or if it's more than that, because we for sure know that Kyle has a crush on him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, could it be returned? I don't know. And Jimmy no, has the hots for Karen, because yeah. during that song, yes. at one point, I even marked it down where it was, um, I want to love you. Jimmy looked, and then all of a sudden the camera cut to Karen. Mm-hmm. Right, so, but I mean, it's not impossible for him to have feelings for both. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That would be an interesting angle. But he doesn't act like it. Who, who are you talking about? Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't, doesn't act, act like, like he's, he feels for Kyle in a romantic way. I agree with that. Yeah, not overtly. I don't think so either. It's just in those tender moments where I start to question it. I don't know. Why, do you, why do you keep laughing? Well, it could be one Sorry. of those relationships no, where you know Jimmy knows Kyle has feelings for him, right? And they, but it's, it's, it's unspoken. Mm. They're not going to talk about it. So I mean, yeah. in those tender moments you're talking about, he knows the, the buttons I, he I needs to push. Tragic, I mean, if they're yeah. in that kind of a relationship and they've been friends for forever that long, mm-hmm. you know what you have to say and how you have to say it in order to get the response you need. What did you just say, Kendra? I couldn't it's hear you. It's just the adjective. It just sounded funny. Tender. 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 Oh, okay. Like tender. Yeah. Tenderoni. Tender. <laughs> it just makes well, you me know, I think there's going to be the heartbreak of unrequited love happening no. later well, in yeah, the season. Yeah, because uh, Kyle walks in on them working on the song yes. and he looks like yeah. a sad, like Charlie well, Brown. But he just also, kicked him out. He needed space and then Right, that was the thing. Oh, I need space. space from me, but right. not her. Right. Yeah. Well, and I actually also took that as, hang on a second, who's going to get the writing credit, the co-writing oh. credit on this? <laughs> that you know, Be- Because she yeah. was giving him advice on how the tune should go, uh, and I like this. But and, I want to know what, what, I don't get what Kyle does anyway. What is it, What credit does he get? I mean, he's, oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, yeah, that was good too. I mean, let me, does it, let I me take that he, down. Does he do it? I'm not exactly. That's why I'm, I, I last asked, week I was saying give him something to do. I asked I that think last he week too. Keeps just keeps everything organized. I mean, you almost need to when you have a Jimmy who's all over the place writing right. drunk on menus and who's you almost, rolling all the he's time. He's like the unofficial yeah. manager mm-hmm. to Jimmy. Yeah, he kind of he keeps he keeps everything together. And who knows well, how much he's writing with him too much because he's he's standing there writing down the lyrics and mm-hmm. obviously he's also writing down the notes so maybe he sings and I'll, he's a scribe you yeah know? <laughs> right right well they he call they call each other partners yeah you know which again could mean more than one thing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Kyle means they were it introduced in on Bravo as partners too right and they walked out there together. yeah Right. Mm-hmm. And then they kissed. And then, oh, wait, no, yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> that happened in her head. It did not happen. <laughs> no, it's just something I questioned. I don't a know that it'll go there, but it's kiss. a question I have. <laughs> Hashtag tender. And I wouldn't be, Hashtag I wouldn't be mad if it happened. Hashtag man tenderness. <laughs> wait a minute. But if they do kiss, it will be tender. It will yes, be it tender. Will be. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Steve. tender. <laughs> we are g- kind of starting to go long, so I, w- I want to okay. move on to our next topic, which is um, Eileen. Mm-hmm. So Nick came back. Mm-hmm. Hanging out in her apartment. Right. Let's talk about it after we go to bed. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. There was no fight in that. I loved it. <laughs> and then it was so real. Right. That was a, t- that was so a, typical a tender of moment. A man. It was so he real. was so real. Was so tender. Really tender. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was tender. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I went there. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> the long what? and short what? of it, so what? to speak, is that. <laughs> no pun intended. Eileen, Eileen hears from Jerry. We find out that Jerry Uh-oh. is pulling um. strings. 
he ultimately so Eileen announces to the the group that um, that Smash is going to Broadway. Yep. The restrictions have Without been lifted. Bombshell. But the what did I just say? Smash. Oh, Smash. <laughs> thank you. Bombshell's going to Broadway, but the caveat is she will not be connected to the show. Which is devastating to all of them because who is going to be connected is Jerry. Her, what'd she say, the most despicable person on earth or something like that is what she called him. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. So Jerry's replacing her. And we see, I had news. I was going to spring it on everybody tonight, but obviously NBC (laughs) trumped me on it. Uh, Smash exclusive. Ellis poised to return to Smash. Apparently, Ellis back from Cleveland. We're not going into the news, but this is since it got spoiled by the show. Um, (laughs) Smash's serial lurker is back. That's a perfect word for him. Uh, I think we use. I don't know if it's Jamie or Jaime (laughs) Sapero will reprise his role of Ellis, the ruthless and scheming former assistant during the show's upcoming second season. But wait, the plot thickens. Ellis may return, but not necessarily in the present, is what they say. What does that mean? I don't the know. Flashbacks. Maybe. Flashbacks. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they or, shot. Uh, think. Or maybe just that he didn't return, except in the conversation that we saw yeah. tonight. That may be mm-hmm. the beginning and end. Please, God, please. Of <laughs> Ellis's return yeah. to the show. Well, or Jerry voice said. recording. That he didn't want to hear from him ever again. Yeah. He's like, thank you for this. Don't you? But, but that, I don't want to hear from you. But that is like candy to Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's going to be behind the door. Yeah. He's going to be behind the door. And then he's going to be like naked again. Yeah. Trying to, That's like, like holding ecstasy up in front of Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. And a tender moment for Kyle. <laughs> yeah, he he popped out from under the desk like, you didn't want me here? <laughs> So, so you all know, and any of our viewers and listeners know that I, from early on last season, sorry, it's making me choke talking about <laughs> Ellis. I wanted him to go to Cleveland, and I got it finally. And I just he's hate back. that he's back. Somebody else. It's needs like to talk a horror a movie. <laughs> I was ex- I was really surprised by that moment. I mean, I didn't read about him returning yeah, in any sort of way. Mm. I was, and I was surprised too that Jerry was going to end up taking the show. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw it building through that episode, but if you would have told me that at the beginning of the episode, I wouldn't right. mm-hmm. have believed it. I did like what Eileen said about Jerry's like, well, he is a good producer. Mm-hmm. So the business person in her could push that personal you know, aspect aside and was like, at least you're going to have somebody mm-hmm. who, one, loves the show, right. which is huge, Ugh. and two, yeah. who's well-known in the business and can take it to Broadway, which she couldn't. Granted, it was because of a yeah. lovely friend from Cleveland or <laughs> going to Cleveland but but it doesn't sound like Jerry's so. going to put the personal aside because all he cares about is that she'll ruining learn that, her mm-hmm. she'll yeah, learn right. it, she can't do it without me or right but he's it, still going to make it great though oh yeah because of that but so and this is a bit of a prediction but do we think that he's doing it doing it to ruin her or to, to get, get her back? back that's what I was going to say well mm. the way he said it it sounds like he wants to get her back that she can't do it without me so mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, that he likes that he lost something. Yeah. So he's he's going to get it back. Whether or not he actually wants it or it's good for either one of them, mm. that was taken away from him. She left him. And I'm sure he's a man that does not get no very often. Right. Right. But it, it does give hope to the idea that Bombshell, the musical, could potentially be a success. And so that's... You know, potentially good news. I don't know what's going to happen to Eileen. When are we going to go see it? Yes. When are we going to go see it? 
Um, we need to talk about the songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, song, the first song, I Got Love, uh, the, in the two versions. So, we mm-hmm. had the, the belting Broadway diva version opening the song, I mean the show, and then the close, which was I've Got Love in the sexy Fosse version. Thoughts, people? I like the first one better, although it did remind me a lot of, have you guys... In the Sex and the City movie, she sings um, All Dressed in Love, and it reminded me a lot of that, but Mm -hmm. I think that suits her voice better. The Fosse one was fun in a different way. I didn't like her dress in that, but that's a whole different topic, but um, I really, I like the song first. I liked the first version as well. Part, I'm sure part of the reason is because it was the first one I heard, you know, so that's that made an impression on me, but... um, it, it just it just appealed to me more. It was right. more interesting because it was faster. And the slower one, the way Derek was making fun of how many times she said the word love mm-hmm. in the beginning, I focused on it more in the second version <laughs> yeah. of it because it was so slow. And I kept going, love, 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 love. Yeah. I agree. I thought the first version was better. But what I appreciated about the second version is I, I, I so want to hear Jennifer sing a different style because yes. She, yes. she can belt out anything, anytime. Yes. And is fabulous at it. But I just w- I want the variety of to hear her in a, in a different a right. manner, a different mm-hmm. way, because that part I appreciate. I'm just so thankful that I say, please right. don't belt every, because then <laughs> every song is the same. She just built. Here comes the big finish. And it, so I just appreciated That's that they true. did something else with it. Well, and then that let's, let's just go to the last song that she did, which was Kyle's song "I Can't Let Go." Yeah. Thoughts, anyone? That was a ri- an original. Uh, Mark Shaman and his writing partner, whose name I can't remember, uh, mm-hmm. original piece written for the show. Thoughts? Anyone? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought and, it was very character driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's another song that's very Jennifer Hudson, yes. where she can belt and hit those high notes and really go for it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the character, it was great for Jimmy, but it was also great for Veronica's character because it was not a prissy uh, princess song. It had some depth to it. It had some heartbreak in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, had, and it, it played, had a lot of subtext. So I thought it was very well for the actual character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I liked hers, but I think I liked hearing Jimmy sing earlier on. Yeah. Like we were talking about. Right, right. And I'm looking forward to getting more of his, him singing. Mm-hmm. And then we had Everybody Loves You Now, Billy Joel song. Great song. You know, energetic, fun, sung by Kyle. And then yeah. Ronnie. I finally heard Kyle sing. Yeah. Finally heard Kyle finally. sing. And he was really good. Yeah. yeah. Right? I liked how they played that one off, too, because he put in his iPod and mm-hmm. I think most of us have sang to our iPod every so often. And I and I like how they played that off where he's still able to sing, but it was kind of a realistic setting yeah. that mm-hmm. way. And she could be singing in her dressing room, but I thought that was an interesting take right. on it. I've, I, I mean, I've, of course she's a really great singer, but I, I could in my hearing her sing it, it it didn't feel like Jennifer's style yeah. to me. It, kind it didn't of work felt for me at all. Yeah. It didn't work for me at all. Her, for her, her, voice. her part of it. Mm-hmm. For her voice, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but not her. No, it's not that she, of yeah. course she can sing. It just yeah. didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel organic. It didn't work. I think this show is at its best when they are doing the musical numbers, but I think that they're they're having a hard time getting to them every time. Yeah, because they're you know even that song wasn't wasn't the whole song. No, you mm-hmm. know, and they have such great devices they can do. Um, the way they did the one song in the pilot when the two girls came together, they were you know singing it basically as a duet and then came together up the steps toward the audition, never having met before. Yeah, um, th- those devices that you can do because we're on television. 
television are such strengths, but they, I, you know, I would love to have them do more of them, but I, I'm sure it's hard. I think it was on purpose, again, just because they're trying to represent these two kids who are still kind of green. And even Derek, I think, told them, you're not ready yet. Right. So it was almost like it couldn't have been a polished, excellent, you know, performance Uh and sound, et cetera. Uh So I think that, I mean, I just think that's why it was that way. I'm just saying I'd like to see more of them. Yeah. I'd like to see more musical numbers. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been noticing that too. That they're they're not really full blown performances now, like it mm-hmm. was last season. They're just kind of little snippets of songs. Yes. That yeah. transition to a next scene or whatever. Yes. Although we're obviously going to get more of those mm-hmm. because we've got these the musical that Kyle and musicals. We right, have different musicals have now. Exactly. We have competing musicals, and we're going to have Asians, a lot of that coming yeah. up. We are running over, so let's get some news out really quick. After Buzz TV News. Kendra, do you want to talk about yours? Oh, it was just kind of <clears throat> chatter about the Oscars um, and Jennifer Hudson belting out oh, yeah. her song. Jeez, it was amazing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was amazing. It was, it was like everybody in the audience yeah. got that, man. I even saw that um, Oprah had tweeted that, you know, yes, you took it there. I, I can't remember exactly what she said, mm-hmm. but she was giving her... I was thinking... Damn, I'd hate to be Adele. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I back to follow follow that. she definitely yeah. sang it live too. And there was like some controversy of other songs during the Oscars that were pre-recorded. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> but with her, you can tell that she was, you know, doing what oh, she yeah. does best live. Yeah, yeah that's singing. interesting because it wasn't live on Smash. You can tell. Yeah, no, you, right. you could yeah. tell definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the bad news is the smash ratings are going lower and lower. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the third episode, the ratings dropped 25% to 3.3 million viewers and a 0.9 rating. Um, and then there was a story in the LA Times about NBC right. itself saying that, you know, they had such a great beginning or best year last year with the the Olympics, the voice doing really well, um, NFL coming to NBC, and it's just really fallen. Yeah, February sweeps, uh, NBC came in fifth. Yeah. Behind <laughs> CBS, Fox, ABC, and Univision. Ouch! Oh wow! So that's yeah. a that's a hard fall. Um, Entertainment chief Bob Greenblatt, a former producer and Showtime boss, um, who was lauded for turning yeah. around NBC, and was the advocate for Smash, is has just really realized that they're tanking. <laughs> basically. (laughs) Um, And even TV veterans are amazed at how low the ratings are for Smash. So... You, you, and I had talked private. Do you want to talk privately about what we've talked publicly, publicly about? What we talked about privately. Yeah, um, that's what I think it is. I'm relatively certain Smash will not get renewed for the third season. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! Yeah, that's our, I think that's our prediction. Nice. Yeah, that is our prediction, yeah. and and I'm sad about it. Um, but they've obviously got a lot of problems going on there, so we're going to have to well, hang can, on and see. Can I ask what yeah. you guys think of some of the problems? What, what do you guys think? Is is failing the show? I think it's hard to go with such a huge break. It loses its audience, and and Definitely. I don't think 
I, I actually don't know sure. what's before Smash either, and it is pretty. Like we even say for out here yeah. to come here at ten and watch. Yeah, we, it's tough. we love the show. We love doing it with each other, um, or doing the podcast with each other. And I think it's really hard to sometimes late shows. You need a good, you need something lead good in. to lead in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And reason to watch and to even remember what was on. I mean, I I think I said the comment last week. I didn't even know when it was coming back. We kept emailing right. each other back like, I think it's going to be January. Right. No, 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 now it's February. And mm. I think that confuses a lot of viewers. One of the things that was a criticism of mine last season, and it continues through this season, is that they're doing caricatures of yeah. people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one-dimensional. Things are, things are very surface. And it makes us not, you know, not as connected to the characters and not as willing to, you know, yeah. commit. They're trying. Right. They're, they're, they're not walking the line well enough. Let's face it, when Jimmy actually kissed uh, Karen, Karen, what was your reaction? I, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> we giggled. Yeah. Yeah. We laughed. Is it because we? It, it wasn't it was real so enough. Right. No. I mean, Karen giggled even. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> even though so it, 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 for, yeah. me, for me, it drops into melodrama too much, and I yes. think it, it, you know that. The reason why musicals work on stage is because it's a form, it's a it's a uh, you know genre that we understand and, and it works there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it translates to TV because in TV we we are we're so used to now that dramas being mm-hmm. dramatic and right. I don't they're having a hard time walking the line. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think what happens is they drop into <clears throat> melodrama too much. Well, and I think that's because they've got Broadway writers writing television, and they are different it's, it's animals. A, it's a different beast, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's probably how we lo- they lost a lot of viewers after the first season is yes. because there was so much melodrama in the first season, and then there was such a gap yeah. between season one and season two. They were like, ah, yeah. forget it. I think they could go anymore. if they went camp or went more melodrama. Then you could take like let's face it, Glee's. You don't really take that. Seriously, seriously at all. and they're having fun with themselves. So they're not taking it seriously at all. Right? Yeah. They have serious issues, and they do those things. But for the most part, they, you know, it's a wink and a nod to everybody that we're just having a good time here. Yeah. If they went that route, you could go that way. But I think they're having a t- hard time bridging figuring them. Out. Yeah, figuring I like out where that they they're not be. going the Glee route just because of that. But yeah, then they need to step more into we're going to make this a drama. Yeah, they just need to go one or the, one way or the other. It needs to either steep it in reality and have the internal uh, emotional stuff be the song, mm-hmm. or uh, wink and a nod and have, let's just have fun. Yep. yep. But right now, I think they're trying to do too much. We have more news. We'll talk about it next week because it will wait that long. We are so over time. Oh, sorry. We have to go. So, quick predictions. Anybody? Quick predictions. Oh my God. The uh, rating thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well, and I think Peter the Parasite's going to be even more parasitic. <laughs> Okay. A prediction. I'm just looking forward know. to seeing Sean Hayes, and especially because they showed his character is mm. going to be super funny, and maybe, yes. maybe ruin Ivy's show. I predict Ivy's going to go a little bit back into her own self because she's going to be frustrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not get the respect she deserves. I predict tenderness all around. <laughs> I'm going to throw out a prediction that Sean Hayes. Uh, uh, Tom becomes smitten with him. Oh. And it could oh, yeah. jeopardize his relationship oh, with our friend snap. And Sam. And they share a tender kiss. Okay, you silly girls. Kristen, tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me, Kristen Carroll, 13 on Twitter or my website, thefantusy.com. And what other shows are you doing here at After I'm Us? also doing Walking Dead, which I love. It's every Sunday, so definitely check that one out. Kendra. <laughs> I'm at Kendra Cavasel, K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E. We're going to call you Tendra from now on. 
Are you doing any other AfterBuzz shows right now? Uh, just waiting for newsroom. Newsroom, okay. Yeah. Sarah? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah with an H Mendoza. And I'm doing Glee. It's back on March 7th, and that's on Thursday. So I'm, I'm in with all the melodrama. Okay. <laughs> John, we can't find you anywhere. Uh, you can. You can find me on AfterBuzzTV.com. Oh, yeah. Oh. As a trailer for Serial Buddies. The trailer's out now. Yes, You it can is. find me in theaters March 8th from uh, Adventures of Serial Buddies. It goes and hits the screen. And so look at those. You can find me at Tamara Berg on Twitter. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. John and I do Justified together on yes, Tuesday nights do. as well, so you can find us there. And Stephen, where can we find you? You guys can find me in the uh, Trying to Change Camera Angles, the booth all the time. <laughs> and you can also find me in the booth on The Walking Dead nice. podcast because I love that show so much. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, rate and comment when you can. And we will see you next week for Smash. Yeah. From yeah. Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.